0: Hello everyone, it's Dr. Dave, hopefully you're all doing well and you're looking forward to another day of some great experiences at home, at work, at play, whatever you're doing. Go out and be your best self and uh, enjoy your day. I'm here with your daily health updates for May the 2nd, 2018 and uh, first thing we're going to talk about is sleeping. How did you wake up this morning? Were you ready to go? Were you tired? Uh, Did you sleep well through the night? Do you toss and turn? Do you have some crazy dreams? If uh, you happen to be going to your doctor and you aren't sleeping well, a lot of people don't think to mention this to their doctors, but it's a really good idea. Especially to a naturopath or a holistic provider because there are some ways to try and improve your sleep without having to necessarily resort to sleeping pills. Um, kind of a last resort if you need to. But in terms of wellness and prevention, there are some things you should share with your doctor, naturopath, even your chiropractor perhaps, if you're not sleeping well. And um, you might get sleepless nights now and then, but if chronically you're finding that you're lacking sleep, It can actually lead to a host of health issues. So you want to share some information with your doctor and according to the National Heart, Lung and Blood Institute uh, in April 2018, they recommend telling your doctor how long you've been having trouble sleeping, how often it occurs, how long it usually takes you to fall asleep, how often you might wake up during the night, how long it takes you to fall back asleep if you do wake up, if you snore loudly or you wake up gasping or feeling out of breath also something you should share? And if you feel refreshed when you wake up, or if you don't, and how often do you doze off or have trouble staying awake during everyday tasks? Are you tired during the day? And based on some of that information, they might be able to set up some strategies for you to improve your sleep quality, which is really important in terms of avoiding health problems through life. Now, how are your children doing with their vegetable intake? You know, we've found through even Stats Canada that uh, our vegetable intake is lacking. You know, I think it's some 6, 8, 10, 12. I mean, we're supposed to be eating a lot of it, right? But convincing our children to eat those vegetables, especially the green ones, um, because they just don't taste great. And... Um You know, we often don't start there when the children are young. Quite often, parents start with a fruit or something that's more palatable, sometimes even a grain, which is actually sweeter. Um, But vegetables are actually uh, a better choice to start uh, feeding children with when they're younger. And then they actually have shown in the research they're more likely to eat those vegetables when they get older. So they did a review of 548 commercial infant and toddler foods that only 52 were single vegetable products and none were dark green vegetables or beans. And uh, furthermore, when baby food had multiple ingredients, red, orange vegetables were the first ingredient in only 23.7% of the products, while dark green vegetables were listed first in only 1.1% of the products. So, based on the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition from April 2018, we want to increase those green vegetables our children are eating when they're very young, and they're more likely to eat them than as they get older as well. Alright? Smoking, you know, if we asked how many people in a room smoked and if smoking was good for you or if they should stop, all of them would agree that it's probably not good for them. But, um, you know, it's one of those habit things. But now they found that smoking raises the odds of stroke in younger men, a special kind of stroke called an ischemic stroke. According to an analysis of data from the Stroke Prevention and Young Men study, men under age 50 who smoke have an elevated risk for ischemic stroke. The researchers estimate that those who smoke half a pack a day or less have a 45% higher risk for stroke, while two pack a day smokers have over a five times increased risk of this type of stroke. So if you or someone you know is a smoker... Have them check out the article in the Stroke Journal, April 2018. A whole journal dedicated to this uh, one of the leading killers in North America. Parkinson's is a difficult thing. Sandwich generation, a lot of young people are looking after their own young children as well as their parents. uh, Aging parents who may be having health problems, among them Parkinson's of course. But staying fit, they're finding, helps reduce that Parkinson's risk. A group of 7,347 male military veterans, those who uh, with poor fitness levels, were almost four times more likely to develop Parkinson's disease over the next decade than vets who remained in shape. And that's from the European Journal of Preventive Cardiology in January 2018. So another good reason to get out there and and exercise. And here's another one. Uh, Diet and exercise may both offset side effects of prostate cancer treatment. So... um, They use something called androgen deprivation therapy for prostate cancer uh, because it suppresses certain hormones, but it can also lead to increase in body fat and loss of muscle muscle mass and strength. So that elevates the risk for diabetes and heart disease as a side effect for that treatment from the prostate cancer risk. So they did a study involving 32 men and they received androgen deprivation therapy. Research found that those participants who did not exercise and maintain their normal diet those who engaged in moderate workouts and healthy eating experienced increased muscle strength, improved mobility, and a reduction in body fat. So men, keep up that good diet and exercise because you just never know what health problems are in the field. But the diet and exercise should stave off some of that prostate cancer, right? So one way or another, you want to keep that up. And that's from the Annals of Behavioral Medicine. What do we have left here? Do we have anything else left or did we talk about everything today? We're almost done chiropractic, of course. Our finale for each daily health update says that poor sleep may increase dizziness, another sleep angle for today. So a recent study examined dizziness and sleep disturbance among 237 patients who suffer from conditions associated with dizziness, such as benign paroxysmal positional vertigo, BPV, Meniere's disease, vestibular neuritis, vestibular migraine, and others. After analyzing data from a variety of outcome questionnaires, the investigators noted a strong association between sleep quality and some diseases associated with dizziness. As a result, the study po- findings suggest that sleep quality should be addressed among those who suffer from some forms of dizziness. All right. And chiropractors see a lot of people for dizziness because a lot of times there's something called cervicogenic dizziness, which also comes from your neck. All right. So, those are some of your daily health tidbits for the day. Get some sleep. Um, you know, make sure you're eating well. Get your children eating well at a very young age. And, uh, you know, keep making good choices every day. Your quote for the day comes from John Maxwell, and he says, Talent is a gift, but character is a choice, you know? So stay disciplined, stay true to who you are, make good choices in your life. And um, stay healthy. And remember, none of this replaces any advice from a doctor or any kind of healthcare provider. Before you make any changes or decisions on what to do and how to do it with your health, get in contact with your family, doctor, uh, or any other qualified healthcare provider and uh, make sure you're going in the right direction. All right? Have a super day. Create those great experiences in your life. I'll catch you next time.